going on, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> what's, what's happening? Welcome to another episode of the Burks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined by the team. First up, we got Miss Mary Almonte in the building. What's up? What's up? We also got Mr. Bailey the Great, a.k.a. BTG. What's going on, bro? I've had my cereal until every piece of cereal is covered in milk. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. We got the rare wine kind of to himself. Uh, Marquis, what you drinking on tonight? I don't know, but I got this knife in my back. You want to borrow it? You hey. want it back? E2, Bruce. I still love you, man. You my older brother. God. You know. Damn. <laughs> Welcome to the Breaks Radio. We got a couple of topics here for uh, you guys this week. First off that we're going to help go ahead and jump right into is the fallout from the Oscars. This Oscars was one that Mary was hyped. She had her group chat popping the whole the whole night. Yeah, all by myself. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm about to just stop fucking with y'all. First, you put my business in the streets <laughs> without permission. And then <laughs> I'm in the group chat by myself anyway all the time. <laughs> that is not true. That's not true. Yeah, not it's true. very true. Whatever. But it's all right. Whatever. Um. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys want to start with the disappointment that came that we ended the Oscars on? Or you guys want to start more positive and with like the some of the the better for the culture moments from the Oscars? Mary, I'll come to you first. So I'll start. Like honestly, the only disappointment for me was the end. And obviously, I think unless you were under a rock, you know that Chadwick Boseman was robbed. <laughs> um. And that was disappointing, I think, mainly because all of the other award shows have been giving him his flowers. And then the Oscars, of all people, um, you know, on the heels of a night that they actually seem like they were trying to turn around the whole Oscar so white stigma, don't give a very well-deserved award to our fallen hero. So that was whack. Um it was definitely an upset, and it was the last award of the night. And then it was like, thank you for coming out. God bless. Good night. But it was very uh, an awkward note to end on. Mm. But up until that point, it really was Oscar so black, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, not only were there a lot of black nominees, I mean, Best Supporting Actor, I think everyone but one nominee was black, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it was like, it was the musical director was Questlove. You know, he was DJing and I'm seeing the night, um, you know, you felt that like all of the musical selections were very soulful and hip hop influenced. They had Glenn Close doing the butt. <laughs> I mean, it was truly like it felt like a real integration and celebration of black actors and black culture. And then it just ended on that whack note. So mm. I don't know. I mean, I was here for it until the end. And I don't even know how to call it. <laughs> and so I, that's that. I, I have to disagree that he was robbed because honestly, all the people who were nominated this year deserved to win. It just felt different because not only did we lose Chadwick, it was such a great role. And then when they moved that award to being the last one, and this is where the producer of the show has even come out and had to say, "Look, I didn't know who won, so I decided to make they they he decided to move it." Uh, to that award being last because he also expected Chad Chadwick to win, um, and so it just felt like everything the way that that whole night went. I think it all felt like it was leading towards Chadwick winning that award. But all the actors that were nominated 
were amazing. So I, I, I personally can't say that he was robbed because like Stephen Yoon in Minari and Riz Ahmed had amazing roles. And like this was a year that it was much diversity in this nomination. We had an Asian man, a Muslim man, and a black man all nominated for Best Actor amongst two white two white men. Now Anthony Hopkins did win for The Father, which was another great role by him. But uh, I just I don't agree that he was robbed per se. It just felt like that that's the route that they were going to be going. Uh, who wants to take so I, I didn't see the father okay. so I'll say that in fairness but I really don't give a good goddamn either <laughs> like Chadwick Boseman died yeah. <laughs> I mean he should have got it absolutely. the end absolutely and, and I understand and I, I do think there is something to be said that if it was a prominent white actor who passed away and was nominated they probably would have won uh-huh. yeah. so uh go ahead Marky I'm oh, sorry barely go ahead go ahead go ahead Oh no! I was just gonna say that Anthony Anthony Hopkins. They were saying that this father role that he played was like his training day. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. Like that, I, I want to see that. I want to see it real bad. Um, so I don't. You know, I like I said uh, a few episodes ago. I don't really. I don't really care for the awards anymore. Uh, if they acknowledge us and we win, that's a win for the culture. But I don't expect them to cater towards us or even to be fair. There you go. Go ahead, Marky. I just want to know who the main actor for Judas and the Black Messiah was. That's mm. what they're saying. There is no main actor. They're saying they're co-leads and and thus so co-supporting supporting actors. Yeah, they're both supporting actors too. Okay. I feel like if there was any time, they should have co-won that award. In my yeah. opinion. No, I I don't agree. You don't think so? No, because we've discussed this in our True. recap of yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah. I felt like Lakeith was playing himself, so. And whereas, you know, Daniel Kaluuya did really embody Fred Hampton to me. The film could have done better, but I think Daniel Kaluuya did his job with that. Um, I do feel like um, Odom, damn, I can't remember his first name, but the dude who played Sam Cooke in One Night in Miami, he did a really great job, and he was definitely a worthy nominee. Um, Yeah. I I don't want to say he was robbed, but I definitely felt like he he deserved to be up there. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) But he he should get an award for the commercial he does. Uh, I just like the commercial. Yeah. And I went on a rant about this on my solo podcast. I'm going to just bring this part here just to see how you guys feel about it. Should we even be looking for acknowledgement from things like the Academy with the Oscars in which... Our people took forever to even be acknowledged or, or be nominated for awards there. So, like, I, I feel like like we, we look for, like, let me not say justification or validation through these awards, but, like, whether Chadwick got that award or not, that doesn't take away from his role. And we're not represented by the people who vote for the Academy Awards enough anyway. There's all old white men on that on that panel. So, like... Why do we look for it for uh, like, why are we disappointed when we don't get the our, our actors don't get the acknowledgement from a inclusive or non-inclusive uh, body who decides on these awards that we are represented in that body anyway? I'll say this. Well, my problem is, and I think the best example you gave was Training Day. He got an Oscar for being a nigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's the movie with? um? Oh my God, Halle Berry, um, hard like hard like Halle Berry, crackhead, hard yeah. out there for a pimp. Terrence oh, Howard yeah, almost Terrence got an Howard. Oscar for Hustle that. Hustle and flow. Yeah, he almost got an Oscar for that, and they basically said, "Don't, don't, don't you accept that award?" You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if this is how we're represented, and this is celebration of oh now we're being included, it's kind of fucked up how we're being included in some ways. I mean, Malcolm X robbed. Um, you, you he won for um, what did he win for? 
Uh, actually, he won two. Uh, aside from Training Day, he won for um, the movie with the very first one. He was supporting actor. Um, I oh, I can't remember. Talking, I can't remember the name. But either. still, yeah. In the roles that we do actually win, are we like, oh, that was amazing? Are we in the color, the color purple? You see what I'm saying? Movies yeah. that we that should win. Black Sufferers or or you the, the normal depiction of how black people are being niggas. I was, I was, I was just about to say we're getting acknowledged for a stereotype. Yep. And so then we we're watching it to see representation, and then we get disappointed because we're represented the wrong way, you get, or the way we don't want to be seen. So that's what I see. And the problem, and that, this is why I have the problem is that they're not so far removed to where they're not seeing the backlash that they're getting from that's online. So you think they're not feeding into this? Mm. Mm. They know we gonna tune in to see failure. Mm. Yeah. That's pretty deep. Yeah, I mean, and 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 this and the thing that sucks about it is that, uh, like, we do have an award show that's over fifty years old that was created by our people in the NAACP Image Awards that isn't supported. So it's like we look for for these for the these entities that aren't and weren't created initially for us to even be included in to validate things, but yet we don't support the ones that were created by our people enough. Another, another thing, though, when we do win these Oscars, look at the opportunities that open up for us mm. on that stage. You know, Then there's a lot more opportunities for us to get bigger roles because we're represented and we win these Oscars. Mm. Unfortunately, we do get stereotyped into movies that we don't want to be in, but we do get more opportunities. And, and any other awards show, I'm sorry, that's not Hollywood. Hollywood is looking for what the new buzz is. Now let's capitalize on that. And I'm glad they got the Black, the black Panther right. But then you started seeing a lot more opportunity for black superheroes or, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what the, 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 the narrative should be when it comes to Hollywood and why the, why the Oscars is still the creme de la creme. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, and we, and we moved the culture. We moved the culture. We do. If, if, just like the NBA, if you have your top five stars stop playing in the league and everybody else was to follow behind them, what do they have? We, we got LA Fitness. It, 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 this may get me some backlash. We have to stop saying we are the fucking culture. That this period. Yeah. That we we are the culture in this country. Everything has its roots in the black community in this fucking mm. country. We are yeah. the culture. That's period. That's not up for debate. That's not up. We are. White people don't have culture. American white people don't have culture. They don't even know where, like, they're so busy caught up in being Americans, they don't even know where their people originate from. And we got robbed of that. We are the fucking culture. They only got, they only got, uh, teen, white teen drama movies. Uh, like. Yeah, that and Weed had movies, because you can't take my super bad or Pineapple Express from me. I love that shit. Pineapple Express was <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> and even then, they had some black actors in there that was, that was good. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I'm sorry, I got on my high horse there. Um, anything left with the Oscars before we move on? Are we all good? No, Hayes X. All right. <laughs> Mary, Mary's son is the is the guest star in this week's episode of the Burks Radio. If you're watching on YouTube, if you want to see nothing but adorableness. Um, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, he just hid and ran. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we lost a legend um this past week with Shock G passed away, and Mary was again the first one uh to bring that to our group chat, and then like. I started seeing the tweets. I don't know what who what Mary's connected to, but she's been ahead of things the last couple of times before my Twitter timeline even sees it. But uh, um, I mean, anybody want to share any words, any any memories? Of course, for me, it's always going to be the Humpty Dance for me. That's just like that's that's a Negro spiritual to me. I love that fucking song. Um, but Shock G, one of the 
the, the, was he the first rapper to have split personalities? I would say so. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. He was the first one to have a split personality, and majority of his fan base didn't find out till they were adults. That's I sure as fuck didn't know. I, I, Man. bro, I was twenty like six or seven before I found out that <laughs> that Shock G was both was, mm-hmm. was when I found out he was two different people. I said life is a fucking lie. <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like he was a true visionary and a musical genius and just cut from such a different cloth. I mean, he to me was on of the ilk of Prince where he played all instruments in addition to like actually being the front man of his group. And I mean, come on, the talent he discovered, like if there were no Shock G, there wouldn't have been Tupac. So I was about, I was about to say to all you Tupac fans, including myself, we need to be giving him flowers for giving Pac a, a a start yeah. incident, you know what I mean? So, you know, we always say L.A. adopted Pac, but it was really the Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah, true. And he was a true, like, pioneer and student of the culture. Um, and again, I don't think, like, the younger generation probably is aware or, real, you know, of, like, maybe they know the Humpty Dance, possibly, but they don't really know, like, the, the intricacies and honestly, like, what the hell? Like, what happened to him? We still don't even really know. And I'm, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I'm really disturbed that we had three artists in, three legends, honestly, in a matter of three weeks, yeah. pass away in their 50s, two of them barely in their 50s, and you don't really quite know for sure what the health issue was, but it was a health issue. Yeah. And I mean, I think we said it last week, right? Like, Back in the day, it was like we were losing, you know, our artists as young, like men in their 20s to like gang and gun violence. And now it's health issues that are like unknown in their 50s. Like, I don't know. It's and to to Hayes point, like we are the culture. It just seems like and I know it's not every day, but it's like, God damn, we we always losing somebody. Like, it, it feels like literally we're always losing somebody, including legend. Yeah. Now, I don't know if we don't, and I know we, we're a very respectful culture, and we and we do recognize other people's greatness, but I just don't see a lot of them, like I see a lot of us, going away like that. You know what I mean? I agree. So, <clears throat> I did listen to, to Digital Underground and the Sex Packet album. I remember when that came out, there wasn't really music like that. There was more, it was gangster rap. There was a lot more NWA, like that around that era. Um, this was around the same time Jungle Brothers, um, Tribe Called Quest and everything had their niche. But this was an, an angle that we didn't expect. And like, like Mary said, this was almost like Prince, where he played actual instruments. He incorporated live instruments into his sound, but he had a sound. And one thing that he did appreciate was the music and the impact and the culture. One thing that um, Mary shared with us, with me, the the video of him basically breaking down people's rhythm patterns, rapping patterns, and everything, styles, and everything, breathing techniques, was amazing. So he was he was not just a teacher, but he was a student of the game, and that's what I appreciated. Like the dude, lyrically, like it, he had his own sound. It wasn't anything you can replicate. And yes, I too was confused. Like, wait, that's you? And when he took the nose, he had the nose job, the video with the nose job, and he took it off and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, that was amazing. Like the dude in concert. 
he would go back and stage, everybody dancing, and come back with the Humpty. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but it, and, and it was and it was so basic though. That's a it was so part. simple. It was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> but it was so it was, it was and both of them had different. So I don't know if anybody caught this. They both have different rhyme styles. Completely, like R- the rhyme schemes are not even not remotely the same. Yeah. Yeah, you would think there were two different people. It was brilliant. Yo, not a lot I, of people can pull that off. I wanna meet I wanna meet the person that said that told Shaq G, yo, you just missed Humpty's performance. <laughs> I wanna meet that person. <laughs> Somebody on Edible. You know it had to happen. You know it had to happen. What okay, here's here's the thing that I that I wanna present. Why is it and even when we did our hip hop groups bracket, why is it that Digital Underground doesn't get mentioned in the some of the best hip hop groups of all time often? That's a great Ask question that I, I honestly couldn't answer. I can, for me, I think it's because they didn't cross over enough. Okay. They didn't. They didn't grab everyone. They didn't have all coasts. There was a. They had their own following, like um, Diggable Planets. They had their own select group that followed X Clan. Their group that followed them, but they didn't cross over enough. Okay. Because there's that's, a lot of groups we can talk about. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother show. Like, there's a lot of sons of mischief groups. Yeah, casual. Mm. That whole yeah. casual mm. sons of mischief. That whole that group. I follow that. That was massive, and then it got to meet you know over to the East Coast. But and casual yeah. was my and, and that and that and that comes down to like a whole totally different fan base. Yeah. I mean, there were East Coast groups of that caliber too, like Killer Army. Like there were a lot of people that I was like, yo, I was hard body into these people and nobody knows who they are. <laughs> and I'll say this just to just to go on that. You gotta give Riz a lot of credit because they, they could have been one of those groups. Wu Tang could have been the same basic group like the hieroglyphics if he didn't incorporate a certain sound and made sure they was masterful. Just because he's from New York on the island, he still had to create something that grabbed everyone's attention. By tying in to to China, to Kung Fu, and still creating this whole re- almost like a religion around it, mm. that's what made it successful. But yeah. y'all have y'all have the ultimate machine over there, which is New York. Period. You know what I mean? Because we have that we had the underground over here, and it stayed underground. If you wasn't hip to what was going on, then you would have to really dig to get this type of music that we had over here. The spontaneous. The uh, Razzcast, etc. A lot mm-hmm. of cats didn't know about all that the whole movement, and then it's it's, just, it's vice versa. Like New York had a mixtape circuit that was crazy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it was more accessible because the fucking machine over there. Yeah, it's a machine over here, but they really sticking to the actors and actresses. But when it came to that music, like mm-hmm. if you everybody know, you can even go back to old yeah. older West Coast artists. If your music was played over there in the East. You made it. Because mm-hmm. it was Hollywood. Movies there, music here. You're right. Ace Alone. Who was he part of? You said who? Ace Alone. If it wasn't for uh, a mic check, you wouldn't have a check at all. He was another West Coast rapper. Never mind. We'll move on. He's showing your age there, bro. Showing your age there. No, nah, oh. he was down with Ross Cosmo. <laughs> he was doing around that time. I remember. West Coast I, rap. That's why. So, no. uh, I'm have to send y'all something. I have to educate you. I mean, oh, that's, that's what you should do for the younger generation. You should be educating us. <laughs> They ain't trying to hit me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to go ahead and move into the next topic. This one, you guys know I'm excited about. So TDE uh, tweeted something, deleted it, that there's going to be an album dropping on uh, May 7th, 2021. This has made everyone at least think that it's going to be Kendrick's album, the follow-up to Damn. It's been four, over four years since that uh, album dropped. So, A, first, what are your expectations for a follow-up to Damn? And then we'll get into some of the 
the reported issues between TDE and Kendrick Lamar. But follow up to Dan. What are you guys' expectations? Barry, I'll come to you first. It better be. It better not be Scissor. I'm gonna be pissed off. As much as I love her, I love you, Chicken, but no, this is not. I don't want that. Oh, what if it's Abso? What if it's Abso? You know what? I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad either. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be a little disappointed. Like, okay, now you playing a little too much, but I, you know, I'll settle. Yeah, yeah, I'll settle for Abso. If they if they get him out his cave that he goes into when he's not recording music, uh, I, I think Abso really sleeps upside down. I'm on my mind. Uh, that, uh, bro, I, I kid you not. Like, I make that cave joke. I think I make that every time Abso comes up because you can't tell me that Abso, you can't picture him having a decked out bat cave that he lives in in some re- in some remote island that only they can only get in touch with him by flying to the island and going into the cave. Like, no phones, no nothing. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. They just go to the cave and like, bro, you really need to go ahead and record this out. Uh-huh. That's a fact. <laughs> Baylor, what are your expectations for a follow-up to Dan? Did you yes. say Baylor? I said Marquise, didn't I? Said, no. Oh, Marquise. You, you said Baylor. Shit. Hey I, was over, hey, I was over here like, I got nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else. Uh. <laughs> don't, don't make me. Don't force me to talk about something I already uh. talked about. <laughs> Marquise. <laughs> um, well, first off, we're in a drought. We kind of need something. Yeah. Um, I'll say that. I think the best way for Kendrick to pull his next album out is to do what most death did in the new danger, a little more experimental, a little more sound and fusion, a little more instruments um, included into it. And it's clearly going to be soulful, spiritual. It's probably not going to be as politically charged. Of course, it's going to be about us, but I think he should incorporate a little bit more um, a, a fusion of jazz and rock into it, but still, you know, a little bit more uh, transition, transcend the sound, if you will. Because people are still listening to Kendrick. He's one of those people that can transcend the sound again. If that, that question I asked before, as far as rock is concerned, is it dead? I believe he's one person that can have people listening. Because I know he did something with Imagine Dragons, and it was fucking great. You know what I mean? I, I can see him doing something with Battle Cat, you know, in that direction. But I mean, that's what but, I hope but what, you, what you said is what Kendrick has done progressively over the course of his career. He evolves his sound with every album. <laughs> His next album is gonna be called "Fuck." Let's just be real. From damn to fuck, all right. <laughs> or fuck off with the reported problems between TDE. But we'll get into that, Mary. What do you think about a follow up to Dan? I gotta be honest. I have like he's been so quiet that I have no expectations. Okay. Like I don't know what you know what I mean. Like this has been a trying year, possibly two years for everyone. So who knows? I feel like he's an empath a bit, just based off of, you know, his artistry. Mm -hmm. Who knows what he's been absorbing and, you know. So Mm -hmm. I'm here to see what it is for sure. And I don't expect whackness from him. It ain't gonna be whack. It ain't gonna be whack. But I don't know what to expect. Mm. So fair enough, fair enough. My question, uh that I the next one that I want to present. Does Kendrick have the best four albums from an artist, a, a solo rapper ever? He may. I was going to say, I mean, honestly, he's he has some big shoes to fill for himself. (laughs) Like, you know, so. Watch out. Jay-Z fans about to come. I mean, no, come on now. You can't. uh, Hey, hey, hey. No, no. I'm just saying. When Jay Jay tried to do the shiny suit shit, he fucked that up. Um, But, yeah, I mean, because if you go from Section 80 to damn, like, 
I mean, Section 8's a damn. Like, that. that's all four amazing bodies of work. Not just good. Those are amazing mm-hmm. bodies of work. I think I think uh, I think I think Kanye got I think Kanye got a strong three. Okay, for sure. He, he the three, yes, I'll give you that. Yeah. Kanye has a strong three. It's eight oh eight because you don't like my beautiful tar- dark twisted fantasy, right? I don't. The title's too long. It's too I long. I don't like. I don't it's like beautiful. It I could make a case for Ice Cube. I can't say it's better than Kendrick, but I can say his case is really fucking strong. Okay. Death certificate, lethal injection, the predator, um, kill it will. I'm sorry, I, I can make a case for Cube. Okay, I'm not. I can't. I can't this, be mad. This at might that. be a top. We might have to do some homework. And yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, I would let, say let's, this. Let's, let's put a pin in there. And go ahead. If Nas came out with the original I Am, the double album, I think we're gonna get a lot of three peats. We're gonna get a I lot mean, yeah, of yeah, three peats. There's a lot of three peats. No, 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 no. I'm saying if I Am, the original I Am, the the the, tri- the double album that would have been the third album came out, and he had a fourth to follow that. I think he would have pulled it off. That I okay. Am original album, if you look at the track list, that was one of the greatest albums I've ever seen because we heard the songs. If that was in one album, that would have been flawless. That would have been the best three albums we've ever heard. And the fourth to follow that, that's what I'll say. Of course, it didn't happen, but and if it's technically Stillmatic, follow that. That nah, I Am Nostradamus thing. But if Stillmatic would have followed that, I don't know. That would have been, but this is all. You know, I think I think we gotta I think we gotta dig into that a little more a little bit more. I think we need to add the back to backs, the three peats, and the Kendrick Award. The I told y'all with my <laughs> with my three peat, Little John and the East Side Boys got the best three peat ever, other than Kendrick Lamar. I, the only reason why I'm not I'm not agreeing is well, because you rubbed your hands. The only, that's the only reason because you rubbed your hands. Would you- would you put oh. <laughs> got lotion on the bitches? <laughs> no, because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. When he first brought that up, mm-hmm. I thought he was bringing it up as a joke, but he was dead serious. I went back and I was like, "This this nigga got an argument." <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> it's great because to to me, this is how this is part of my criteria. I go back to that time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and then I listen to it with. With with those ears and the current ears, so he, you know, we got to sit down and think about that one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, would, so, would you put M? M? He got a first hey, three. His finals is almost a, his finals record is like Bron. I'll put it to you like that. But it's first three. But yeah, he's saying first three though. If we're doing first, he got three, he got he, he got it for show back to back. Okay, what, what what remind me? What's oh. the first three? Are we counting infinite in the first three or no? No, we can't. I can't. So, we can't count that. So we're counting. No, we're counting infinite. Yeah, we're counting Slim Shady, um, Marshall Slim Mathers, Shady, yeah. and Marshall Mathers Eminem, and Eminem shit. Yeah, you got a strong argument. That's hard. Though. That's a, that's, he, he a, that's, got, a, that's a strong I, argument. They, y'all gonna be fighting. Y'all gonna be fighting for that Eminem show. Oh, uh, you don't like Eminem show? Uh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, see the thing. The thing with with M though is that those first three amazing, and then like every other one other than that, it's like because what let after that you, was encore, which doesn't what count. That say? was basically uh, a greatest hits. Relapse was terrible. Recovery, oh, eh. oh shit. Eh. The first, the first half of recovery is pretty solid. Marshall Mathers LP two was really good. I like revival. I like kamikaze. Murder to be murdered. Uh, music to be murdered by it is okay, but I don't know, man. Those first three. Your, your relapse fucking... and your recovery, both of them can't. They're not supposed to be bad back to back. What's your favorite M album? Oh, 
The second one, definitely. Yeah, Marshall Mathers. Yeah. So wait, we're talking about solo artists or just solo artists? We're trying to focus on solo okay. artists. Okay. Well, so Lil John. Lil Johnny. Oh. Well, that's why I said three peat. I talk. They're not in. No, no, because they don't have a four peat conversation at all. Like no. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's the conversation for another day. Let's not get hung up on that. Last thing with this Kendrick Lamar thing, there is so much reported oh, tension. Oh my god! Oh my god! Karis One, I'm sorry. Sorry, I don't believe I forgot about. Okay, Karis One so, has. Here's here's my here's my admitted admitted ish. I have never listened to a KRS album from front to back. I've listened to probably every song he's ever yeah. made, but because it was so far before my gen- I've never listened to a body of work from KRS-One as a complete body of work. I listened to his discography. So I don't know how those albums flowed. So I can't speak on that. Boogie Down Productions itself in his own solo albums? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's an argument to be made here. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fair. He I- probably had one of the longest. If, if he would have came out with this one album that he was supposed to, um, it was after the album with him, Andrew Martinez, and Redman. It was called Maximum. I forgot what it was. It, it would have solidified him. The problem is he never crossed over to that mainstream, but everyone I know, and what I listened to, it was actually better than what Rakim did. Like, what everybody and Rakim did was amazing, but KRS, I'm sorry. Between what he did with um, Boogie Down Productions, between Edutainment, um, Criminal Minded. Criminal Minded is the best gangster, edu- educational gangster rapper I've ever heard in my life. But following that and then his own shit, yeah, I don't know. I don't but know. it's I his solo albums. We're concluding just solo, solo albums. His, okay. But he technically, it was really his only only person that was on there was a producer. Um, It was a producer. He was the rapper, the only rapper. So technically it was we s- a solo artist. Okay, so if you say just KRS-One, uh-huh. yes, he still has a great four album. Like, I, 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 we're going to have to have this conversation okay. again. Okay. Well, well, we, I, we, I, we, I might have to put a cube up there. Yeah, okay. I got to look this one okay, up. We'll, but have, yeah, we'll have to go, go back to that. Um. Reported tension between TDE, Kendrick Lamar. Do you guys see a split coming? And and let's let's make sure that we say this is that if a split does come, it's not it's maybe not negative. Sometimes you have to branch out. And Kendrick is such a a huge entity in and of himself right now. It kind of would make sense if this is his last album on TDE. Mary, what do you think uh-huh. uh, that TDE uh, Kendrick Lamar relationship? Well, what's making you think that? <laughs> I mean. It's at this point, it's, it's all room because Kendrick doesn't talk about shit. So we don't know. Exactly. We will never so know what's going on in Kendrick's head. So it's all speculation at this point. Yeah. So that's why I don't know. I don't feel like I have enough to go on to make a educated inference here. Okay. But but I mean, it's been a pretty long relationship. So, you know, if it were the end, it was a good run. Definitely. Definitely. Bella. I don't want a Wendy Williams people. <laughs> no, that's so. fair. No, that's fair. I, I respect that completely. Bella? Well, hopefully, if they do split, that no personal relationships are damaged by it. That's, that's it. the key thing. You know, I, I can see if you want to venture off into, you know, somewhere else to get a different type of project, you know what I mean, from a different, you know, um, company or producer or whatever the case may be. But as long as the split up is mutual, everybody's cool on the personal end. I'm good with that, but we also I also would like to see a dynasty mm. at some point. You know what I mean? That's fair enough. And I and I still selfishly want an actual Black Hippie album, which we'll never get. Bro. Oh man! Like I that yeah. Anyway, uh, Marky. Uh, yeah, I, I wish for the best. There's too many too many examples of us getting. You know, I don't want a Birdman trying to kill Lil Wayne situation or some shit. You know, the masses. I, I hope everything works out. Seriously. Um, and that no one gets, you know, hurt or assassinated or whatever behind this shit. But 
Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think it would ever be at that level, but uh, you never know. I mean, my is, you know, he's the right. biggest artist. I love Schoolboy Q. I love it, but he's the biggest artist. Okay. you know what I mean? Like Kendrick is the biggest artist at out of TDE by far. Um, and I, I don't know if they would ever be able to fill that hole, but TDE as a as an entity is is so solid that they'll still be all right. Like, okay, um, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Yo, what up, man? It's the Geek Shed Podcast, the only podcast that blend hip-hop culture and geek culture together. I'm your boy, Deuces. This is Lib. This your boy, Bacardi. And make sure y'all check us out every other Tuesday on the UrbanMogulLife.com or any other podcast platform. Let's go. Uh, but moving on, uh, new music section. I had an album on here. I know I, I sent out the list late, so we're actually be reviewing that next week. But... Just as a hype thing, there's a song coming out from Khaled's new album, Sorry Not Sorry, with Jay-Z and Nas. How excited are you guys to see these two collab on a song? I mean, it came uh, out of left field. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there was a little snippet on social media, but you didn't really hear either of their verses. It was just a chorus. Yeah. <laughs> So and I, and I like the little teaser video that's that got released from it. It's all it's all dope. They I mean, Khaled. One thing about Khaled on his albums, I I have never enjoyed a whole Khaled album from start to finish. But he finds a way to get some special collaborations on every every one of his albums. Go ahead, Marquis. Yeah, the moment he gets Pusha T and Drake on a song, then we'll talk. Um, <clears throat> so I heard the the song, and then I thought back. How you many the great Jay Nas songs? No, no, I'm talking about the way the the beat to the song. Okay, okay. How many great Jay Nas songs are there? And do they actually have great chemistry? Because I know the tracks that they were on, and I know the tracks right. they were supposed to be on, um, like Sinatra and His Hands we never heard, and the one about the bath salt song that we haven't heard, but there's always a buffer in the middle of that. But Success, Black Republican, the one on um, Blowing Money or whatever. Black Republican was hard. Black Republican is probably the best one out of all of them. Yeah. The rest of them, I don't remember any one track standing out the one with luda and jay jay and nas again just it's about hip-hop i don't remember a great jay and nas collaboration you want to i i think i know why it's it's just a you know hypothesis is that maybe they were so competitive with each other that they didn't worry about the chemistry but none of them came with it on those songs the only yeah. one is black republican if you if you let them tell it what, in other words, what I, what, I gotta words, argue what with I'm you. The best, was, the best Jay Nas collaboration is actually a ludicrous song. That's what I just said. I didn't, I didn't think that was that great. He said, he, he said, he he said like that. Thing, is that great? I do it for hip hop. Okay. It was decent. It was decent. They didn't bring it. Jay and Nas did not bring it. I mean, they sometimes chemistry. Can, can, I, I think sometimes with actually, great chemistry comes with growth. So, but sometimes, so as always, Baylor and I, I feel because I was gonna go there too like i think now they're on their grown man they're over the bs they're you know what i mean there's no one to impress so i'm kind of excited to hear what this brings that last song they were on was um which album was it uh with rick ross jay-z's album which was it um uh not magna carta mm. the song was trash magna carta, Holy that God. was way yeah. after the beat uh, this in this song right here. Well, listen, they know. keep trying, so that we gotta give them credit for that. <laughs> I know. Okay. Okay. I want. You know what? I want them to. I. I really. I would really love them to succeed because those are the two titans in hip hop. Those are your artists' favorite artists. You know what I mean? So I need it. Me personally, I need it to be successful. I'm just hoping it's not gonna be one of those Cali productions where it's overproduced and now it's 
a song for the radio. Oh, it's, oh, that's absolutely going to be overproduced. You can tell by the snippet it's going to be overproduced. That's my concern. Hey, give me uh, Hitmakers, No ID, and Kanye. Hit Boy? Yeah. I think Hitboy can pull that off. Kanye can definitely pull that off. Apollo Brown, that, even even Cool and Dre. Like I said, uh, I, Apollo Apollo Brown on the uh, with a, a track with Jay and Nas. If they're bringing it, sound, if that, they're both trying to bring it, it would be fucking amazing. Yeah, that's stripper wave vocals so, so premiere. Mm. Stripper wave vocal like stripper premiere. Bring yeah. it all out. They premiere is nostalgia. Yeah, both yeah. will kill a premiere track. Yeah, so yeah. all right. Well, there you have it. We are excited to hear it. I can't wait to we hear it. I'm sure our group chat is going to be fucking live when that song drops. Um, but next we got yeah, black people. Maybe you guys will respond. Next we got black people like rock too. Marquis, <laughs> what you got for us this week? <laughs> What's happening, everybody? <laughs> so, all right. Hey guys. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Um, I was working on an assignment with my son for music class, and he had to break down a Langston Hughes song, a poem. And I was fascinated that, you know, they gave him this to, to break it down. It was, um, you've taken my blues and gone. And going through the song with him, he had to, you know, write, answer questions and what he was, the, the narrator was trying to say, um, what was he trying to get at. Basically, he was pointing out the fact that all of his blues are blues that was created is now mass produced and put into classical music. It's on the stages. It's on in musicals. It's in movies. How do we feel about that? And it goes back to your point. Hey, our culture, we are the culture mm -hmm. and it's ripped away from us. And here you go. Perfect example. So I explained to my son, cause he, at one point he basically said, I, you know, they took away our black and beautiful, you know what I mean? Like, and they put it on the stage for the world to see and dance to. So now my blues is no longer the blues. You know what I mean? How do we feel about that? I had to explain this to my, 11 year old son yeah i mean cadillac records right like that yep. was such a tale of I, I mean our culture has been robbed from the beginning of time or at least our time in this country but musically i mean yeah it goes really far back right like rock and roll was started by us mm -hmm. before that i mean we had artists dance i mean now this is gonna get all emotional and shit and i wasn't trying to do that Go tonight but I, you know, not for nothing. I'll never forget my grandparents on my white side, like, loved Al Jolson. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Al Jolson, but his claim to fame was dressing up in blackface and singing little, like, soulful blues-type songs. And I was a kid watching that and knew something was wrong. <laughs> so, you know, I definitely am familiar with what he's depicting, and it really is kind of heartbreaking. But... I guess the good news is I think that there is a level of wokeness now to, to the, the point where even non-black people are aware when the culture is being appropriated. So I think we do have, you know, we've made some kind of stride there. The, this, the, the poem, and it also touched on the theory or that black people and country music don't mix, mm. right? The problem is we invented country music too. You get what I'm saying? It's all soulful Southern gospel with chords stripped down, acapella. Like, we invented that shit. It's still an extension of rock music. So the one takeaway from this, and I love this, and I'll read it. He said, um, you also took spiritual, my spirituals and gone. You put me in Macbeth and Carmen Jones and all kinds of swing McAdoo's and everything but what's about me. But someday, somebody will stand up and talk about me and write about me black and beautiful and sing about me and put me on plays about me. I reckon it'll be me me, myself, it's all, it, it'll be me. That's what we have to do. We have to do it. 
we have to carry that legacy. Basically, we have to be him and give people or share our real stories, our real pain. What hip hop used to be, we were on the block talking about our pain, the shit we're going through. We're painting a picture for you. We're getting shot out here. We selling crack and shit, but you know, this is the only way we can make it out of here. Now it's stripped away because I'm on lean. I can watch some ass shake or whatever. Our soul has been, or rap about Satan sneakers. Our soul has been stripped away. And that's my sermon. We just finished talking about how we are the culture. Uh, we create things every day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That they it's taken might, away. That they now, and that's the thing. Some stuff wasn't taken from us back in the day. Some of our ancestors signed that over so they can get paid to either feed their family or build generational wealth. Yeah. So I'm not mad at our ancestors. I'm mad at the new ancestors who has the knowledge that we have about back in the day and not is not doing anything about it. That's what I'm mad at. But when we try to do something about it, what happens to us? We well, then stop doing stuff. Stop making the movies. Can I say stop Nipsey Hussle? Uh, no, no, no. I get, I get where you're going, but what I'm saying is if you don't want to get to that point, then don't do it at all. They got to come get us. Because if we don't work, if we don't move, if we don't create, the world can turn. I mean, you, I, I get what you're getting at. Um, but I think, I think it's two-sided because you look at what what's the perfect example in your mind of what black people have created for me it's it's black wall street right look at the tulsa massacre they couldn't allow it right they could not allow Mm -hmm. we're coming up on the 100th anniversary of that by the way and i'm actually thinking about Mm -hmm. going to going to oklahoma uh, tulsa oklahoma to to film some there uh for the 100th anniversary but we're coming up on that so it's like i I get what you're getting at too barely some of our ancestors signed it away not but some sometimes it wasn't out of out to create generational wealth it was to say alive that they had to sign that away and when we when we mm-hmm. don't tell to to your point as well when when we don't share that verbal history and tell those stories it gets forgotten about and then we the when we're bound to make the same mistakes and allow ourselves to fall in the same traps so we have to we do have to acknowledge that that is part of our history so that we can do better going forward yeah yeah well I mean, I thought I thought with the influences that we had, we have today and that we had in the past. Um, and I mean, in like, you know, as far as the 90s, maybe even back in the 80s, I thought we would be, you know, in a different space. But I'll, I don't know. I'll say this. We watched all these corporations step up and talk about diversity. I would love to know how many more minorities they hired and how far the needle moved. Hmm. If we really change anything, I would love to see that that number. How how much change is happening? Yeah, they donated a shitload of money. Where are we at now? Starbucks and the rest of them. I would love to know where we're at now because it's great. We we had an uproar. We had support. Is that support still still there? Did the, the, the needle move? I mean, you make some hey. great points. I mean, look, it, hey, honestly, it starts with us. You know what I mean? Instead of instead of saying, "Yo, I understand that you want to go hoop at UCLA, but why not Howard?" That's that's like three percent of the population is actually going to make the NBA. We're talking about the rest yeah, of us. Yeah, but but I I'm, I'm not worried about the NBA. I'm worried about I'm worried about the traction that you're gaining as a kid, or whatever that would influence other kids to go to an HBCU. I don't care what you do after your college career. What are you the fact- what are you going to go to HBCU for though? Like you, everybody's not going to make it as a basketball player, but. I just use basketball as, as an example because we did have two top 100 uh, athletes that said they would commit to HBCU. That's just one part of the influence. You okay. know what I mean? I, I, it could, you could, you could be able, if you want to go to uh, Howard, 
to to be a, a fucking English teacher or whatever. Let it be known. Start putting yeah. some books out. And I agree. Make sure at at the bottom the of money. it says at at the bottom of it says Howard University alumni. Well, well, so here, here's a conversation that I think this is turning into now, but it is one that needs to be had. I just don't know that tonight's the night for it, but, you I mean, know. Niggas ain't playing, sorry. Well, I'm just saying, what is woke, right? Like, or what is being pro-black? I mean, it's like, I think a lot of us kind of have one foot in and one foot out of it. And I think that's the point that Bill is trying to make here, and I totally feel him. Like... You know, if you're rooting for everybody black and you're supporting everybody black, what does that really mean? Where are the lines drawn? Yeah. You know what I mean? How is that reflected in your lifestyle? That's, yeah. I mean, you started that conversation, Marquis, and the continuation is, yeah, us, okay, corporations, yes, but us everyday people need to be choosing blackness in all of our decisions as well. Agreed. We just need to make sure that we're doing right by our people. I mean, with BLM and the shit that's but going what on, does that mean? Created, what does I mean, that we mean? can't be fucking ourselves over either. You get what I'm saying? No. The person who Go ahead. What the Black that Lives Matter movement, that's a whole other conversation. Right. Um, We're di- diverse. Diverting, yeah, digressing. But... Yeah. Mm-hmm. My point is, I think change could also happen, like Kyrie said, if we had our own league, and I think you brought this up too, Baylor, we had our own league. If we back away from this, what do they do? How do they survive? We, we, we have our own. You know what I mean? I think and that's the direction. That's the change that needs to actually happen. That's the mass movement that happens. Yeah. I mean, HBCUs are in that same vein, right? Those schools came about because we couldn't go to other schools. If so we, we created treat, our own mechanism for education. Yeah. If, if, if we treated, and I'm going to say we, if we treated FUBU like we treat Gucci, we, this ain't, it's not a convo. Mm. Agree with you. 100% agree. All right. As always, we get deep as shit. <laughs> by starting with with something uh relatively innocent but this is how passionate we are about our culture and so we don't apologize for it and that's why people listen to us because we are passionate about this thing that is that is special and that we um we are a part of um but moving on we have two finales to talk about um the first one snowfall i say goddamn that that's <laughs> that's all i can say um, all I can all I can say about that. Uh, who wants to take this one away first? Usually we go to Mary first. Mary, you want to take Snowfall away first? Why not? All right. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see Mel's resurgence <laughs> in the show being a part of the finale. Yeah. So I'm. I wonder where that's going in season five, if anywhere. Um. You know, I really thought Franklin's dad got away. <laughs> But I guess we should have known when we were dealing with Reed that he wasn't going to just let that go. So that's sad. <laughs> um, I, I'm sure there's going to be some retribution for that in season five as well. So I guess I'm foreseeing in season five, Reed and Franklin kind of being at odds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, curious to see where that goes. I mean, and the, like I said, there is speculation that that's going to be the last season. So if that is the last season, it would make sense for that those two sides to come to a head. Yeah. Also, what happened to Little Rock? Like it was like they just went and taught them how to make rock, and then that was the end. It <laughs> could be. A, it could well, be. A, isn't that where they're going at the end? Isn't that where they're going at the when they said they're splitting off? They're, they're going to Little Rock. Yeah. So we'll probably see it more next season. Okay. Yeah. Jerome is in his feelings. He needs to get out of them. Honestly. Yeah. He was hurt. He he's hurt. Ain't no time for that. I get it. I got you. I got you. 
Mary's the most gangster motherfucker on this damn panel, by the way. Um, <laughs> I mean, ain't no such thing as halfway crooks here, so. Yeah, hey. yeah that's a fact. You got it. You got it. Uh, Baylor, what did you think? Can we talk about the character progression of Reed? Mm-hmm. Like, like, he went from... <laughs> it, the character that he is now is like this stone-cold killer. You know what I mean? That has a lot of power. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. At the end of the episode, I was, I was, I was, I was pretty sad. I was pretty sad. Even though they left us on a cliffhanger, I'm like, yo, don't, don't do it. <laughs> Please don't do it. You know what I mean? Let them go. Yeah. Just let them go. Did, did, did anybody for a second believe that they were that he was gonna let him go? Because I, I, once, I did. Once, once we did? seen that he got away, I thought I literally thought that was it. We're not gonna talk about how Franklin been playing all of us though. Oh no, we're gonna talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're, we're going to get been, into it. He's been, he been, he been playing all of us. We're going to get into it. Marquis, you. What did you Honestly, think I don't know if I said it in the earlier episode, but I said Kaiser Soze. I don't know if you know what that means. Absolutely. That's from Usual Suspect. Okay. I said, I, I'm like, holy shit, what if he's faking? Masterful. Here's what I said. Reed think he has a handle on Franklin because he keeps saying shit to check him, like, I basically run this shit, I got this, blah, 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 and you always see Franklin maintain composure, like, alright, fine, Frank is gonna win that one, I'm sorry. Reed, Reed showed he's out of control. That alcohol episode, where he basically, that's where he showed his weakness. The reason I knew he was gonna um, end up doing what he had to do, especially at the reporter, he just plays it that way. When he went into this dude's house, trying to find out exactly what happened at the bank, mm-hmm. you can see he's trying to tie up all loose ends, so that's why I knew the father was gonna die. That's what, um, that's what but, he's trying to do is tie up those loose hands. But I don't think he has as much control as Franklin does, unfortunately. Well, I don't. I don't. Uh, while Reed is strategic, I don't think he's as strategic as Franklin. So if it's going to come to a battle of wits between those two, I see Franklin ultimately coming out with the win there because Reed Reed is more emotionally driven than Franklin. Franklin can be cold fucking hearted and take emotion completely out of the situation and mm-hmm. do whatever's best for business or for his ultimate end game. Reed, on the other so, hand, gets more frazzled. Go ahead. The quick question, what's their motivation? Whose motivation? For who? What's, who's, whose motivation? Who has purpose? Franklin is building an empire. Uh-huh. Franklin is trying to build something for a community. What's Reed's purpose? He, what, what is he doing? To, keep, to stay out of hot water at this point. No, he's basically gone. It's like, greed. He's, Reed, he's Reed is retired. greed. It's greed and and that's my point. Yeah, with Reed, Power. Franklin, Franklin does have some greed, but ultimately, I think what he's doing it for is for fa- it all boils down to family for him. And so, because of that, I think he'll be more motivated than Reed. Once Reed's brother died, that family went out that's, the window for Reed. That's it. Yeah. Yep. But so here's the question: there. Does Franklin view Alton as family? He kind of low key doesn't like no, him either. I think, but I think what has been every time Alton is in danger. All the, he's angry, but he still definitely views him as family because the moment he thinks something happens, Franklin to, to Alton, Franklin's whole demeanor with Alton changes. And I think when uh-huh. we we would have gotten a, be, a a a deeper moment between those two in the house if if old boy didn't break in with the shotgun shooting the motherfucking place up. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. The fact that he killed his father, Franklin. Yeah, there's no play. coming back for that. that I, yeah. that, and when Franklin finds out, he's so cool, calm, and collected. He may play it like I understand, still do business, but the whole time in the back of Franklin's head, he's going to be plotting how to get Reed's ass up out yeah. of there. Yep. I think it's a chess game because I think Reed knows that. And and to what right. Baylor alluded to before, and Marquis, 
And to prove with the whole chess game, Franklin's been playing the shit out of everybody else. When he hung up that fucking cane, I let out an audible motherfucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's just wild. What, what, what did you guys think about that reveal to kind of end that, well, not kind of, to end that season? Mary, what did you think about it? I mean, listen, I thought it was symbolic, right? Like, he's back. <laughs> or Not that he's been gone, but, you know, now the gloves are off, the act is over, and I think season five we're going to see Franklin in all of his glory. So, yeah. you know, I mean, but I don't know. I think that he's going to be stronger individually, but weaker because his unit is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Jerome is checked out. Louis is physically injured so you know her ass isn't gonna be you know 100 percent or all in those were his two main confidants leon already told him that he really low-key wants to quit <laughs> and franklin so, was you know like no I mean? the fuck you not like how you gonna right. deny somebody's uh two-week notice he was like yeah no <laughs> so well that's the point you already know how those situations go i mean if you know someone's heart isn't in it <laughs> when you're keeping them there it's not gonna be you know with the passion that you would want so yeah, I feel like he he doesn't have his peoples really anymore. He doesn't have a team. Yeah. So it's gonna get interesting. Sure. He he got he got three bodies that, that got that can stop Leon from retiring, and that is man boy, Scully, and old girl. You know what I mean? So as long as those cats are gone, Leon should be in debt a little bit. Yeah, for sure. He Franklin did his the, the show opened with his ex and ended with that conversation with his ex. Mm. She interviewed. He started the whole thing. And their father was killed by Franklin. And it all ended. And he did his big reveal with the person who started the episode season two with the investigation. That conversation was amazing. I rewinded that three times just to watch him talk to her. And people don't want to get into the fact that, that the downfall of her life was caused by her decisions. Mm. They don't want to get into that. And, I, and the only reason why I brought that up is because of her pops. Yeah. Well, who was doing uh, see, his job? And this, by the way, this is debatable though because okay, yes, her decisions, but what decisions are we talking about? Smoking rock? There wouldn't be rock in the area if it weren't for Franklin. This is true. Well, if it wasn't for the RZA, okay. <laughs> <Gizza. laughs> I was about to say it. It, it probably still would have been in the area. It just wouldn't have come like Five it would have been there. It would have been there. Um, mm-hmm. but. Next finale that we got to get into, Falcon and the motherfucking Winter Soldier. Or should we say Captain America and the motherfucking Winter Soldier? This was a great finale. Uh, Baylor, I'm going to come to you first on this one, bro. What did you think about the ending of this show? Well, I'm going to successfully go to Marquise because I haven't watched it at all. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, to the spoiler alert. Hayes Hayes threw it to me and I threw it off the backboard. Hayes. <laughs> Ali, uh, spoiler alert. Um, Falcon is Captain America. And I have to say, this is probably the most uninspirational Captain America moment I've ever seen. Oh, oh my wow. God. Wait, wait. Whoa. No, I will not let you slander this at all, bro. What in the fuck are you talking about? Well, then you're not going to want to come to me because I agree. How was it uninspired? Anybody other than Anthony Mackie? Maybe. It you mean was Tupac? so <laughs> Papa Doc. <laughs> Wait, you're talking about the speech? Not just the him. This whole Captain oh, America on, demeanor. Man. He does not carry that Captain America demeanor. I'm sorry. He just But see that but see that's the, the, but see the that's the issue. 
Why? What, 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 you shouldn't want them to make him another version of Steve Rogers. No, he's I his don't. own no, Captain no, America. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. So I get where he's saying. Go ahead. Do you want to say it, or I was gonna I, illustrate. You, for you can. You, I can throw it. You want me to alley it to you? You know what? Go ahead. I'm alley it to you. Go for it. <laughs> well, thank you, Becky. <laughs> so, all right. Yes, with Steve Rogers or Chris Evans, whatever. You felt the feels when he became Captain America, much like when you saw. Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, you felt the feels with him as Black Panther. Um, you know, there's a few different characters. Even freaking Tony Starks or Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, mm. you feel the feels when he becomes that character. That was missing in that finale. Because it, it happened like, in the previous episode. The feels came when he had that conversation of with Bucky about what it meant for a black man to become the shield right. and the conversation and, and, and with the Isaiah. The writing was great. The writing was great, but you didn't feel the feels with Anthony no. Mackie as the no. character. At all. At all. Nah, at I all. disagree. I disagree. But I mean, I mean, if you didn't feel, I can't disagree with how you feel. If you didn't feel it, you didn't feel it. But for me, he was not even a good Tupac. Oh no, he was terrible Tupac. Hey, what's up, everybody? This Tupac. Man, no. Anything with rapping, so, he needs it because Papa Doc was horrible too. Like he just doesn't. He right. needs to steer away from anything that's a role with rapping. But go ahead. His 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 speech. Okay, just him delivering the speech, and I'm I try to give him a chance. It just felt so contrived. I'm like, come on, they could have chose anybody but Anthony Mackie to do this one. Like, you got rid of Terrence Howard to get. You, you could have pulled anyone out of this one. It's just so. Uninspirational, like like Mary said, Captain America, perfect Captain America. Even on Iron Man, Iron Man was not an interesting character till we saw him brought to life. Am I right? Um, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Iron Man is dope in a Marvel versus comic video game, though. It's Mm. pretty dope. Absolutely, but when you see it brought to life, yo, even even Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow, you're like, okay, Star Lord, that's Bay, that's Bay, Lord. Nah. Loki, Loki, you get what I'm saying? These characters. Oh, hey, Lo- hey Loki, that's yo whole movie for him. Please, now. Well, well you get in the show. You get the, the Yeah. All I'm saying is, there probably could have been a better person to be the black, the Captain America, than Anthony Mackie. It's just the same thing over and over and hey. over. That's Look. it. The only person that could have played the black Captain America is already bigger than Captain America, and that's Black Panther. I disagree with that. I think he would have. I think he would have been a hard. The thing is, I don't want him to be Captain America. I want him to be Black Panther. Michael B. Jordan. I agree. I could see him. Don't do that. In this character, Michael B. Jordan. Now, no, because oh, come on now. If you're gonna give Anthony. Michael B. Jordan is getting into that Denzel territory where he plays every character the same exact fucking way. That's not. But there's more emotion than that. A lot more emotion than Bro, than come that. on yeah, because, now, because he getting punched in his face on Creed. Come you on. gotta show some emotion. No. Tessa Thompson carries every emotional scene that he has in all those Creed movies. I love Killmonger. Yeah, he was dope as Killmonger. Oh, actually. yeah, 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 okay. yeah. You got a point. And yeah. now, yeah. Killmonger, yeah, Killmonger you're rooting for the quote-unquote bad guy in that movie. Like, you were like, well, he has a point. <laughs> I don't know. Well, see, that's well, the plot. That's the plot of the writer, not the actor. Right, that he had to be written for good. that material. But the actor is supposed to make you feel the feels with the writing. True, and but if the, the material is not there in the writing, then it's not like it's, the it's a combination between the two. You admitted it. 
The material was there. He just didn't deliver it. No, that he delivered it in speech. the episode before. This was this this episode was rushed. If you're saying that you didn't no, like, no, no, I don't no, know no, what no, you're no. looking for for no, the feels. No, no. He delivered the feels. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. He delivered the no, feels in the last listen, episode. He was. You, he, we didn't see him in the full garb. Like literally, it, it, the garb not, doesn't matter. The garb is not what makes him Captain matter. America. What makes him oh, Captain hey, America hey, is hey, the character of the person. Yo, 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 yo. Look, everybody. Yo, guess what? I'm Tupac. <laughs> but no seriously not for nothing the costume design team is amazing because they literally replicated the same exact damn suit that he had in the comic book so like you would think when you saw it all together it would be like I. Right, but it wasn't there it was just well, kind of like what okay, are you looking well, for good they're making good points this all sounds great it would have been better if i read it like like I wish I would have read that in the comic. <laughs> yeah, I get it. In my then head, I would have been like, a lot yes. more. <laughs> yeah, I'm inspired to do some shit. Right. So you're saying his line delivery? His acting isn't that what line delivery is? No, I mean, line delivery and acting is different. Acting. acting is a lot more than just line delivery. Line, it acting felt like is... line delivery with no acting. That's the problem. <laughs> Mm, he was reading cue cards. The speech right. was, was yeah, the speech, and, I, and I've said that the speech wasn't the best. Like it, it jumped. It, it got it better towards the end. It's so much better. Huh? It could have been great. It could. I, I would have been inspired. I mean, I was, I was there for the message. How like he was like, stop calling these people terrorists. What do you think that feel like? The whole thing was very like art imitating life, but. <laughs> Eh. <laughs> it Wrong was void of emotion. Go watch it again, seriously. No, but I think what you're looking for isn't the character of Sam Wilson. He's not an emotional guy. Keep in mind, this is somebody who helped coach traumaed soldiers to get better. Like, so when you, when you if you're looking for this rah rah, the way that like a Steve Rogers would have delivered, that's just not the character of Sam Wilson. But that's Steve not the character. Wasn't that's not the. He that's just not. His that's not. Smile no, and... no, no. Chris Evans. No, Cap was way more rah rah. He was. Go back. Go back and look at that. He was way more rah rah in the way. Okay. But Can Sam. Sam Wilson. Hold on. Sam Wilson's character, even in the comic books, is not an emotional character. That is why he is. He's. He's different. So you're looking I for something. I Baylor has to say. Go ahead, Baylor. I feel like we're not ready for a black Captain America. I oh. think that's what it I is. I think yeah. we are. We weren't ready for a Black Panther, and guess what? He stole the show. No, 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 no. We were ready for a black superhero. I don't think we're ready for a black Captain America. Well, maybe. I think, you I, need and, to watch the episode, because that was a... I, they yeah, you can't that. say that, dude. <laughs> and, and Seriously. Me, and, me, and, me per, and me personally, I think Captain America and Batman are racist. <laughs> so I just said it. I just said that. <laughs> You're not going to be, be. Cap- you're not you're not you're not you're not going to be Captain America. You are in the Isaiah Bradley. Look, it's the 1940s, bro. You telling me Captain America was all all black? You know, no. Also, time out. Have you at least watched the episode before the finale, or have you not seen a lick? No, I watch. I, I haven't watched it at all. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, well, then you, 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 yeah, so then yeah, yeah. they address everything. No, you well, we're Every, talking about we're talking do. about Tupac here. It's not much. <laughs> no, but even Bucky at one point in the episode before the finale, he was like, "Look, when Steve and I discussed giving you this shield and this responsibility, we didn't understand what it meant to give it to you as a black man, and how could we?" And like, see, I felt that. So again, like even Bucky has done a good jo- job of giving us the feels. Mm. It's just something is amiss with Anthony Mackie. Like, I don't know. And Anthony don't Mackie, wrong, it's not that it. I dislike him or, or as an actor, but like, it, it's dry. There's something missing. I don't know. It's the it same character in every movie. Seriously. Yeah. Even the other, I, feel other that way. I don't know what he got with Netflix. 
I don't know the deal he got with Netflix, but every Netflix film he's been in for the past three years, same character. Same character. Yeah, what was the this not, new not, one? Not, Synchronicity not the, not the or game, Synchronic? Oh, my God. It's a great film, but he is literally, like, the message in that film is amazing, but he is literally Papa Doc in that whole fucking movie. That's the problem. That's my problem. Come with me. It's been a dope movie. It's just was he Papa Doc or Clarence? No, he was. No, he may have been Clarence now. Being a mom is probably the most rewarding thing that I've ever done. I have my own company, but I'm a mom first. A young urban mom, it's not an experience like any other. When you're young, you're growing with your kid. You're growing into that identity. Developing and creating a community of moms that are basically sharing information with one another so that we can be stronger moms. Perfect imperfection, beautiful chaos, doing the best you can every day, falling down nine times but getting up ten. As long as you are led by love, you kind of can't lose. Moms coming together to share information so that we can be great parents for our, our children. Us being the change we wanted to see in the world. Young came into existence. All right, we're going to go here. We're going to get into uh, round two of the Sweet uh, 16 diss track brackets, naming the best diss track of all time. But before we get into that, so we had a tie. We brought the tie to our listeners to vote on, and we still ended up motherfucking tied between The Bridge is Over and Exodus 23-1. Um, and Mary, you, you suggested us playing it lot. Like, I don't know what that's going to do. We all have heard the tracks. Like, my, and that's what I said. I don't understand that uh, us playing that is not going to get from, Wait, it's not like we're not all hip hop heads. My vote stands. Let's, let's try this. First off, intro. The, the whole intro was a chorus and a bridge, and then it came with a dope opening line. Karis one just dissed the whole burrow. Mm. You understand that? Mm. Just the whole burrow. Yeah, he, and it said Lil Wayne's name. You do know that. And the whole song, he never pointed out who, yes, we all know in the hip-hop world, he never even said his name. You want to say somebody's name, call that nigga out. He did, later on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 and he, and you, like he, a whole label that at that time was at the top of right, one man against the whole label and took him out. They didn't really take him out because they were still, they were still there. Lil Wayne ain't bro. Dead. Lil, Lil Wayne, Wayne sales went they, in half Marquis, after they that. tried to and, change the rules of of, okay. of battle rap because of him. They changed the rules because Drake, because Drake said, Drake said what Pusha said later. was too disrespectful. Way later. That's no, when he was that the Adidon? That was Adidon. I know, but oh, I'm just wait. saying. I'm just saying the the cat that we're discussing right now had potentially had the rules changed. The rules in battle rap because Sheetha came out right after that. So no, that yeah, didn't change. That. No, no, no. Well, no. Listen, I will give credit where credit is due. And yes, Pusher definitely silent. It was like that particular battle was going to end up getting to the point where someone was going to have to get murked for their. For their, uh, you know, for their words. But it wasn't that particular song. So therefore, Very true. I still go with The Bridge is Over. <laughs> the dude killed Queensbridge for years. If it wasn't for Nas, yeah. Queensbridge was done. The, the, Queens was, was really about to be okay, over. But what's the thing? What, rap, what prominent rapper was coming out from Queens at the time? It's not that it was done because of what, there was contenders. Yeah. It was 
tragedy, tragedy. Bro, like, you had shit would have never been, like, bro. Come on Bob now. Deep. Right, Roxanne Shantae. Like, okay, it was. Look. Yeah, Roxanne Shantae, are you serious? It was Queen's Bridge. <laughs> have y'all seen, bro. have y'all seen, Marquise, have you seen how Lil, how Lil Wayne looked lately? <laughs> no. Yeah, go look at him. Push it. Ten years late, this song come out. Lil like, Wayne, no, Lil, Lil Wayne was deteriorating after Exodus. <laughs> <laughs> he dyed his hair because of Exodus. <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to say Pusha T don't murder bot. I think Pusha T, Pusha T did more on Drake than he did with Lil Wayne. He murdered Drake. But I'm no, sorry. He, no, no, no. What he did was he murdered Drake, but he was just picking on Wayne. The KRS one destroyed a whole borough. Bro, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like you, you, everybody well, keeps hey, hanging well, on that. This song, this song is not better than Exodus. Hey, well, Mar- well, Marquise was a barrel that strong. That's what I'm saying. Y'all wasn't out, y'all school. wasn't even outside at that time to say that it that it was that it was hot. Like, I mean, listen, Marquise. Come on now. <laughs> you got hit with friendly fire again, bro. bro. You want to put a knife in my back, too? Let me tell you how deep this shit got. This shit got so deep. Marley Maul and Cool D rapping them, none of them bothered to say that. And Big Daddy Kane was adopted into that crew, too. They was like, I'm not dissing KRS-One. That, that's, that's your problem. I'm not doing that. You understand that? Okay, you know and what? we can I, say the I, same I, thing. Nobody nobody would dare diss Pusha T except Lil Wayne's protege, and then he got embarrassed. This man dealt with jabs from from Pusha T for a decade before he finally responded. Hey, he made Lil Wayne run to a Canadian. That's crazy. Drake, 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 this Joe Budden. Drake, this Joe Budden. So what what happens next? That's what I'm saying. Are we going to shoot the fair one? Like, what happens now? I'm down with that. That's what I'm saying. Are we? Are we going to have to come Y'all down to, to New to, York? To, okay. Are we going to have to come down to a coin toss? Is that what we're going to have to do for for this damn go, bracket? Go for it. Fuck it. Let's go, go for it. All right. Call. So what? What you got? Since it's me and Baylor versus you two, heads or tails? How are we going to know what it is? You'll see. Heads or tails? <laughs> the Good. right one. Whatever lands. No heads or tails. Pick one. The head. Hey Google, flip a coin. Mm. Yo, you just talked to my Google. He said it landed on heads. My view. Head. I didn't hear that because you were busy talking. We heard it though. It said heads. Did it hit, say heads, no, Baylor? No, no, no. no. It, it hit somebody's foot. That okay. corner hit somebody's foot. Hey, Google. Here is one. Let's move on. Flip a, flip a coin. It landed on tails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad you're really activating my my Google home. Heads first. You know that, right? Hey. I and didn't hear it. I could not hear it. Mary was it. talking. And Baylor couldn't confirm. You heard it. it I did. I honestly did. I'll say this. I'll say this. It did land on heads first, but we already know it's gonna get watched in the second round. We already know this. That that is true. That is true. All right, fuck it. We'll do. We'll do the bridges over by clone. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I point out it only won by a coin toss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're starting I mean, I round two. For this. Go ahead. Starting round two of the diss track brackets. Um, so, uh, what? What are you shaking your head it at? It don't matter. Because it don't matter. I already know what it is. <laughs> Ethan the versus the, the bridge is over. Go ahead. Okay, Ethan won. Um, Ethan, Ethan versus what? The bridge is over. Ethan versus bridge are over, right? Yeah. And if it was Ether versus... Yeah, it'd have been Ether. Okay. Yeah, it's, it right. would have been Ether either way. I, 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 I'm even more upset now that we spent this much time on that shit. And either way, <laughs> they was going to lose. The, 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 bridge, the bridge is really over now. 
<laughs> All right. Principality. Here, here go. Here go. Uh, and maybe this isn't is uh, second round. Mm-hmm. Lost one. Lauren Hill this versus Takeover Jay Z. Damn, I ain't, my I ain't answer is going to surprise everybody on this one. I blow it off. Life yet. I'm, I'm giving. I'm giving right lost. Now. I'm giving lost one. And and yeah. here's here's why because we said in our criteria impact uh how vicious the diss was and also response. Takeover got responded to with one of the best diss tracks of all motherfucking time. And there's no yeah. way, no reason which we need to put uh, Takeover versus Ether again in the second round. So I mean, in the third round. So I'm going lost one. You know, I'm gonna I would have went Takeover if not if response was not a criteria. Uh, yeah, so I agree. I'm gonna go lost ones too. All right. Lost ones universally over takeover. That's I didn't expect that to originally go that way when I, when we were building these brackets. All right, hit him up versus Dre Day. Go build on that one. Go build on that one. Hit him. Hit him up was more. Hit him up was more disrespectful. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go. Hit him up. I gotta go. Hit him up. Okay. Yeah, but he got him in the streets. Up. We'll rap for food. Like oh. I gotta give it to Dre Day for that. Like. So, Cause the video, like Dre Day, is already a disrespectful diss track. The video takes that into a whole nother tier. That hit him up isn't in for me. So I got to give it to Dre Day on this one. It's it's okay. it's not. It wasn't an easy pick though. This was a very very close one. Uh, All right, Marky. It is really a hard pick for me, uh-huh. and I have to do this because. Oh fuck! Oh shit! Oh damn! That just changed my mind too. The video just added this extra element to me. It was just okay. So the question is, did he write it though? When we know he didn't, Dre doesn't write it. Hit him up. Hit him up. Okay. Ice Cube, Ice Wine. That I say. No, that was that was probably Snoop, right? <laughs> he threw him, he threw him some bell there. Uh, I'm gonna have to go hit him. All up. right, Mary. Hit him up, bitch. All right, so hit him up one three to one. Mm-hmm. All right. Only because he didn't write it. But does it make does it change your answer that the person who did write the track was also on the track. Yeah, because it wasn't Dre. Dre was the person who was supposed to basically say, "Yo, so yeah." Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure this tracks are personal. Okay. <laughs> I just, I, I just because I'm sure somebody would yeah. would have asked, so I, I wanted to make sure I asked That's that fine. criteria. Um. All right. Next one that we have, uh, no Vaseline versus the story of Adonai. Damn. This, this is a hard one. Now, this is a hard one. This is a hard one. And okay. guess what? Guess what? No, I gotta take this one. I gotta take this one because I, again, in the first round, I had a lot of cats looking at me like, "How did you let this shit fly with the seating?" Right? A lot of West Coast cats. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I'm <laughs> going to go with Pusha on this one. You want to know why? For the reasons that we just said, Pusha came with a diss track and wasn't finished. By the way, it was it was supposed to be a surgical summer, mm-hmm. and he met someone through the towel in. Jay Prince had to come and save his bottom bitch. Yeah, yeah. Even though I feel like Vaseline is probably the best diss track of all time, the fact that somebody threw the towel in for Drake after he destroyed Meek Mills, I got to give it to Prince. And then Drake got on a got on a TV show with LeBron to help co-sign mm. it to say, "Oh yeah, what did I tell LeBron talking to Drake like a little kid? What and what did I tell you when you when when he sent when he you heard the diss track? Yeah, I told him not to respond. <laughs> bitch move." Um, but, uh, I, okay. So I think that no Vaseline is a better song, but obviously, as we mentioned before, the story of Adidon went to like uncharted territory of disrespect. So I don't, which is the higher criteria, right? Like my, my thing to that is no one responds to Ice Cube after that either. 
Oh, no yes, Vaseline, they did. basically. They wasn't really. Did it, anybody it, really respond it, to Ice Cube? NWA did respond to Ice Cube. As a matter of fact, oh. almost every member of that track of, of that group had a response to Ice Cube. Now they weren't uh, great, Ren but they did have responded. they did have an MC Ren probably had the best. They all did respond though, bro. I'm, and yeah. I'm just I'm not saying that you're wrong. In fact, that it didn't they didn't have much depth in their response, but there was there were responses. He yeah, went didn't after hit, a whole crew. That he wrote did, for. He that, that he wrote for, and the song was called "No." The villain does get fucked with no Vaseline. But, and he missed the but, record company and the. Go ahead, but Mar- but Marquise. We're talking about this track versus this track. You know damn well. If you and Hayes was going at it, and then I started right, to right, and, and say, and say, and say, "Yo, this needs to stop" or whatever, and then you over there talking about. Yeah, he over here talking about my mans and stuff. That's not right. That's going below the belt. I didn't even want to talk about my baby at first. Okay. Are you serious? I'll say say this. If it wasn't for Drake's response and how they owe him money for getting record sales, thinking he won that shit like he did with uh, Meek Mill, and the story added on came out, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. People were literally counting Pusha T out of there. Like, because it took him like a week to respond. They're like, oh, he's done. He's done. And then when Story Added On dropped, that shit flips so much. Now, there is recency, bi- hell, there's existence bias. I think I was one years old when No Vaseline <laughs> dropped it that. So, like, um, I lived through Story of Added On. Like, I actually was an adult during that whole thing. No Vaseline, I didn't have that. So, there's a form of reference there that I know I just don't have. And I try to admit that when it happens, uh, I wasn't that young. I'm sorry. I was five when No Vaseline dropped. Um, but story of Adidon to me, like, and I haven't made my pick yet because I'm still working through it. Like, I've had a week to think about this. And I think No Vaseline set the standard that story of Adidon, if we're just judging diss track off diss track, took it a step above that as far as disrespect. Yeah. When he says shit like, Hell of a dad thing, and call his mom by first name and snip, snip, snip. You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go push on this one. Wait, are we all going story of added on on this one? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get some backlash for this shit because almost. I I can see why though. Almost every every response we got when we when I initially released the brackets, so many people said no Vaseline is gonna win this easily, and no Vaseline just got swept. In the second round. Listen, I was going to go with no Vaseline. But I, I was did, too. Hayes, it's your fault. Because when you did the breakdown of the backlash of it and how it literally had to get put to bed by outside factions, yeah. then that, yeah, I mean, that, wow. that, that won. As a response and basically stopped Drake from responding. Like, Drake kept piling on back to back on, on, on uh, Meek Mill. Yeah. He didn't say shit. And you're right. He was looking at LeBron yeah. like, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, he, and, then right, he, and then he, and then he goes, and then that, his next move is to go make a song for women. Exactly. And then we'll forget all about it. Yeah. And, and then he even said, if it wasn't for story of added on, what was the name of the the the, the shuffle dance that everybody was doing to it? He, and he said, shuffle yeah, if, if if that was if it wasn't for the story of added on, that song wouldn't have made the album. So that was your response to the story of added on, like. It wasn't on the album before Story of Adidon. It's fucking crazy. It's bad-shit-ass crazy. Did we just lose Mary? Um, but that sets up a very interesting second round. So we have Ether versus Lost Ones and Hit em uh. Up versus Story of Adidon for the, in the semifinals. I Things like just it. got I interesting, like people. Things just got interesting. And the reason... 
So, by the criteria that we've set, three of the songs that are in the finals don't have responses. Well, Ether does have a response in, in Super Ugly, which we'll mm-hmm. get into. Lost mm-hmm. One has no response. Story of Adidon has no response. So it's mm-hmm. going to be interesting to see how this falls with the criteria that we set. But we are going to get some fucking backlash for this, the way that the, the No Vaseline got out of there in the second round. Um, hey, I'm Tupac. <laughs> but that has been another episode of The Breaks Ready. You never know what you're going to get on this podcast. I bet there are some people screaming at their headphones right now. Uh, go ahead and give them your social media, any parting words. The first lady of The Breaks is up first, Miss Mary Almonte. Yep, so that's you can find me at Miss Mary Almonte on all social platforms and at Just Spice TV Show and at Young Urban Moms. Yay! <laughs> Baylor? At Burial the Great. <laughs> at Baylorism on Twitter. At Baylor the Great on everything else. Uh, Open Roman BTG, BTG for President, part of the Red Sonics Network, and remember, Batman has to get an oil change. <laughs> <laughs> you done? Marquis. Alfred can't do that. Uh... <laughs> Ethereal on, I'm sorry, Imperial, um, Impenetrable. Yeah. Oh my God, it's going to be exciting next week. That's all I'm looking forward to. This next week, once I drop this episode, you know, because I like pulling clips for drama, and I pulled the clip and started off with the fact that No Vaseline got beat by Story of Adidon, our social media is going to be fucking wrecked. So just be prepared for a weird 24 hours. You can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. TheBreaksRadio at gmail.com. We are the number one podcast for hip-hop culture. And this week, we out this bitch. Peace. I got some needs. I need the money, like I need to breathe. I need some honest and I need the scheme. I need the W by any means. Yeah, that I mean. Tell that little bitch that I'm out of her league. Enough is enough, and I think I'm allergic to suckers. You niggas keep making me sneeze. And I'm out for blood, and I'm making them bleed. You try to run, and I'm breaking your knees. I made them fall like I'm rigging the leaves. You know I ball like I blame for the lead. I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. I ain't no joke, we ain't making no memes. If I pull up on them, I'm making that scene. And I'm making them scream Straight from the bricks I need a lick I dreamed about it since I was a chick Nigga unlit How can I miss Came from the bottom and got me a chick Bitch I'm a threat I got a flex You want the crime but don't know what it takes I am built different I'm not what you think I cannot lose I go out with a bang I hope you never say my name in vain I'm with whatever Just not for no games I know they say I change I cannot say the same I bet they want me shackled They're locked in a chain I guess that's just what happens With bad news So my mama